Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is Dawn here, and I am the senior pastor of Life Path Apostolic Agape House of Prayer, and I bring you greetings from on high. What a mighty God we serve. My God, God is an awesome God. He is a righteous and a holy God, and he is worthy of all the praise, all of the honor, and all of the glory. We salute you, our Lord and our King. We thank Thank you, God. And I want to bring to you day two, day two of our fast. My God, what an awesome God. <laughs> he is so mighty in all of his ways. There's none like him. My God, nobody can love us like he do. Nobody can provide for us like he does. Nobody can draw us like he does. He's a great God and he is greatly to be praised. All right, so day two, day two. Day two, I want you to read Jeremiah chapter 29. Get in your word, Jeremiah chapter 29. And I want you to focus your praise on God for his plans for our future. Let hope spring forth and thank God that he has an expected end. Amen. Jeremiah 29. Get in that chapter. And like I said before, Get in your audio books, right? We know that there's auto audio Bible. If some of us don't read so quick, get in there and, and get it done. We're standing on his word in Psalms 24, uh, chapter 24, verses 3 through 4, and Psalms tw- uh, 32, chapter 5. Amen. So our focus on day two is to draw close to the Lord. Our focus is to draw close close to the Lord. We're going to read Jeremiah 29, and we are standing on his word. Psalms 24, verses 3 through 4, the word of God says, who may ascend the mountain of the Lord, who may ascend the mountain of the Lord, who may stand in his holy place, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by false gods. My God, help us to be Jesus. <laughs> Psalms 32 and 5. We are standing on this word. The word of God says, Did I acknowledge my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity? I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. My God, my God. How can we sincerely draw close to God who is all-powerful, all-knowing, and fully aware of all the reasons that we do not belong in his presence? How can we draw to a God who knows all about us, who's aware of every reason that we don't belong? How do we draw to a God like that? Is it even safe to do so? Is that even what God desires? It's common for us as Christians, as as saints, and as sons and daughters of God to consider our insecurities before we acknowledge how we approach God to be insecure about, hey, I don't belong. 
<laughs> David said, who can ascend into the mountains of the Lord and to his holy place? Only someone with clean hands and a, a pure heart. Somebody who doesn't trust in idols or swear by false gods. I'm not worthy. Even in my own life, I've challenged myself to go into God's presence feeling like God would hear me. But he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us, thoughts of good and not evil to give us an expected end. We've experienced many dark seasons of feeling unworthy and, and, and uniquely disqualified from the privilege of being into, in his presence. The reason that we struggle is because beyond anybody else, we know ourselves. We understand our propensity to sin. We know our inability to give God the righteousness that he deserves. And in our minds, we figure, hey, if I was God, I wouldn't be pleased and I wouldn't even want them to come near us, near me. Now think about it. <laughs> if people committed the atrocities against us that we committed against God, we wouldn't even want to be bothered. But praise God, I honor him today that he knows that we have these struggles and he is yet faithful to answer us. And not only will he answer us when we were yet sinners, he sent his son to save a dying world when we were yet sinners. We have to understand and, and, and know that our confidence in drawing near to God is not based on our performance. Our confidence in drawing nearer to God is based on the performance of Jesus and Jesus alone. In Hebrews chapter 4, it instructs us to come to God with boldness based on our full confidence in the finished work on the cross that Jesus did on our behalf. Secondly, our confidence in drawing nearer to God is based on his love. And we can trust his love for us. And the funny thing about it is that sin exemplifies grace. And so the very thing that we feel disqualifies us in our sin, our weakness, our failure, our flaws. Those are the things that prove God's love for us because he accepts us even more when we humble ourselves and grace abounds in our lives. In a practical way, as we relate to people, if somebody tell you, I love you, I love you, but they don't know all about your past. They don't know all about the things that you have uh, done in your past. You, 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 can't, you can't rely on that particular love because it may not pass the sniff test. Let them find out you used to be a so-and-so and a such-and-such, and that uh, does not 
line up to their values or their principles or beliefs. That love may walk right on out the door. Sometimes when people are fully aware of how ugly we really are, it's hard for them to love us because we become unlovable. And when I say ugly, I ain't ain't saying it like that one girl because I believe all God's creation is beautiful. I'm talking about our behaviors. But God is the type of God that he knows all about us from the inside out, and he yet loves us. And he allows us to come to him with everything that we stand in need of. God knows it all and he loves us anyway. He knows all about our sin and our weaknesses. And he allows us to use it as an opportunity to really get to know the love that he has for us. We can really trust God's love for us. And the thing about God is that in all of his knowing about who we are, he uses it to draw us closer to him through his loving kindness. So on day two, we want to reflect on drawing close and near to God understanding his love for us. Understanding that he's covering us. He's covering our sins as we confess them to him. Ask God to reveal the part of our lives that 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 test our confidence in the love that he has for us. God forgives us as we repent. As we get, bring these things to him, it's okay. Some things I'm telling you, God will keep hidden between you and him. But you got to go before him and release it and let him have it. He knows all about you. But in building up our confidence in him, we just got to lay it all out there. God I was so-and-so and such-and-such, but I need your power to walk upright, to talk upright, to do what you have called me to do. I've been under this burden for so long. I need to see that expected in. <laughs> All right? So day two, day two, we're going to reflect on uh, the following things. It's not until we recognize the depth of our sin and we realize the depth of God's love that we understand the true relationship that we have with God. Think about what sins you've minimized as little mistakes versus acknowledging that they are what Jesus was nailed to the cross for. Mm. I was listening to somebody the other day and they were just talking about how we become so content with and complacent with sin in our lives that we just arbitrarily dismiss it as, okay, well, that, you know, hey, I told a little white lie or, 
you know, I manipulated the truth a little bit or I did something that nobody ever know about. But if we thought about it, the sacrifice that was made on our behalf, that this sin would be covered, the price that was paid, we'd be less inclined to take those things for granted. We acknowledge and know that there's no works that we can do in our flesh that would uh, qualify us for the salvation that Jesus is giving us as a gift. But you don't take that gift and just misuse it and abuse it, amen? So I want you to focus on that. And I want you to read Romans 2 and 4. And according to, to that scripture, what leads us to repentance? I want you to reflect on those things. Let us go before his throne. Heavenly Father, in the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ, we come to you humbly asking that you forgive us for all of our sins, seen and unseen, known and unknown, that we may stand before you through your righteousness. Father God, we ask that you make Jeremiah 29 and 11 real in our lives. Allow it to be made manifest in our hearts and, and throughout our lives, Lord Jesus. As we get into your word, as we pray, as we consecrate ourselves, Lord Jesus, we just ask that your will be done. Heavenly Father, we ask that you will reveal everything in our lives that will hinder our ability to come into your presence. Help us to see our propensity towards sin and help us to change. We don't want to go into 2023 the way that we lived 2022 and before. We want to change our ways, turn from our ways. Help us to see sin the way that you see it. Father God, we thank you for loving us in spite of our, our failures. Lord, we thank you that it's your loving kindness that lead us into repentance. Through your loving kindness, you draw us into a place of repentance and we thank you. We honor you and we seal this prayer through our faith. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will dispatch your angels to do that which you have commissioned them to do in each and every one of our lives. Father God, we ask for immediate manifestation of your glory. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen.